2: You best believe we're diving into hell later this weekend because Helldivers 2 taking the internet by storm. And I probably burying the lead because I don't remember what else we need to talk about this week. Uh, I mean, there's a whole not-, not a whole lot of exciting stuff. We'll
3: probably talk a lot
2: about Microsoft. Yeah. Their, might as well get right into it because we got business.
3: Their business baloney.
2: We all got places to be and things to do.
3: Yeah, the Gamers 2 podcast. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary and anything else that might pique our interest.
2: Like these new releases. <laughs> new releases? What? Banishers Ghosts of New Eden for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Lisfanga, The Time Shift Warrior for PC. Ultros for PC, PlayStation. Uh, number four. Tomb Raider Remastered for PC, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox. Had a really, had a pause for what that NS was.
3: Yeah. That's weird. That's weird.
2: And Mario versus Donkey Kong for the Switch. You can have odds. All
3: right, you can be disappointing, as I always am, (laughs) especially in the bedroom. The industry is still feeding the layoff monster. Here we
2: go. Popular belief, I don't know that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Daybreak has cut less than fifteen of their staff. The cuts had impacted the teams for EverQuest. Engine, Dragons Online, DC Universe Online, and Lord of the
2: Rings Online. I mean, I. Th- it's nice that they say less than fifteen. It's like okay, ten people. Yeah, how big is their staff? They're like it's just ten people? Yeah, how one? It's all layoffs themselves are relative to how big the studio is. Because mm-hmm. when you say less than fifteen people, is that just like fifteen people got or like ten people got fired? That's not the same as layoffs. Yeah. Layoffs. There needs to be a percentage, <laughs> or larger number than 10. <laughs> Are any of those MMOs going anywhere? Going anywhere or still online? They're all still online. Which is surprising in itself. Yes. <clears throat> Dungeons and Dragons mainly.
3: Yeah. That's the only one that might have an upswing here.
2: No, that's the one that's weird that's still online, I think. Oh, really? To me. I feel like... um Ever I think, the, I think the other ones have enough fandoms just kinda of behind it. Because like EverQuest 2 exists, but like yeah. Everquest is just a you know, dumb as it is, it's a legendary title. Yeah. I don't know.
3: Scopely has confirmed it may be cutting ties with a number of employees who've been working on its Kingdom Maker publishing team. The cuts reportedly impacted
2: thirty eight people. I love when they their press release is basically them breaking up with them. Yeah. We gotta cut ties. Sorry. It's, it's just not, a, it's not you, it's me. It's me. Yeah.
3: Uh, Vancouver based Blackbird Interactive confirmed that it had laid off staff for the second time in six months the studio is currently at work on Earthless and Homeworld 3 which has been delayed several times including last week and indie developer Threshold Games has shut down after announcing its closure last week so they made good just, on their promise as I just completed
2: the loop Do there were some talk-
0: other
3: ones too but uh, you know yeah,
2: guess he spoiler alert for the rest of the year. We're gonna say this again. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's it's gonna be a trend for one. It's, it's gonna be a, we're gonna be doing the whole thing. We're on the downswing. Want to talk about Microsoft? Yeah, all right, cool. Microsoft addressed recent reports and rumors about a change to its first-party strategy in an Xbox podcast presentation, confirming that a slate of four titles will be released on non-Xbox consoles. Xbox head Phil Spencer said that Starfield and Indiana Jones, two games that reports had named as multi-platform candidates, are not among the four titles, reassuring players that this is, quote, not a change to our fundamental exclusive strategy, end quote. Spencer said the individual game teams would make their own announcements about going to other platforms, but said two were community-driven titles, while the other two were smaller games, quote, never meant to be billed as platform exclusives, end quote. Uh, Do we guess what those are? Uh, Later in the rumor roundup, there will be,
3: um, I think Tom Henderson lists them out. Okay, because I'm going to guess Sea of Thieves.
2: Yeah, actually, this will be good. Take, Take a guess with four. Two community-driven titles. Sea of Thieves and... Sea of Thieves and... I don't know the other one. Fortin.
3: So, when you see all four, you'll be like, that all makes complete sense. Yeah, no. I... And you're
2: probably going to kick yourself if you don't think of them now being like, yeah. Well, because the other one <laughs> the other one in the other category of not meant to be full as platform exclusives is Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, that was one of the other ones rumored, yep. Yeah. See if these, Hi Fi Rush.
3: What's the other one of each of those categories? (laughs) They're smaller titles. Smaller as in, like, they're not as. They flew under the radar more.
2: I think they're from the same studio. Let me Google it real quick. I'm going to keep reading while I think about it. Okay. In either case, Spencer said they had reached their full potential on Xbox and PC. Xbox president Sarah Bond also appeared on the podcast to announce that Activision Blizzard Games would begin to add would begin to be added into Game Pass offerings, starting with Diablo 4, which would be added to the catalog on March 28th. Bond also emphasized that Mar- Microsoft is still working on hardware for the future, saying the focus for the next generation is quote delivering the largest technical leap you will ever have seen in a hardware generation, end quote. Yeah, that both titles are from the same... From the
3: same studio.
2: Is that place Obsidian? Yes. The Outer Worlds is already on other consoles. That can't be that.
3: One's got a community. Grounded. Yes. Okay. The other one... Make a progress. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is uh one of those it was a smaller obsidian title that kind of flew into is the Is it radar.
2: their two D one? Yes. Not called
3: Avowed. Correct. It's called Pentiment. That one. Look at
2: me go. I know these things. <laughs> I just need some help.
3: Yeah, but all four of those you're like
2: Yeah, yeah it makes, makes sense. sense. Subsection A, Xbox head Phil Spencer reportedly told employees that Microsoft isn't planning to stop making consoles. During subsection B, I'm not reading the rest of these subsections. Deal with it. We got yeah, BC I fucked D- up the numbering at some point. Yeah, we got BCD&E here, so don't worry about it. During last week's rumored Xbox town hall meeting, Xbox president Sarah Bond reportedly told employees that every screen is an Xbox. The fuck do you mean, Sarah? Well, <laughs> you're about Ever. to say it again, so... The Verge has obtained a copy of the memo Phil Spencer sent to employees, and he outlined a new strategy where every screen is an Xbox. Phil Spencer said that Apple's proposal for opening the iOS store in Europe doesn't go far enough for Xbox to exist on the platform. Yeah, them, yeah, complying with whatever the new rule is called. And Xbox Game Pass now has 34 million fully paid subscribers. Yeah, it's a lot of subscribers. That is that's a good amount. A lot of scrabblers. Um, It's a reference that nobody's going to get. The uh, I I know I think I know what they mean with the every screen is an Xbox. Yeah. Of like we're going to try to get this to the point where you're playing on your phone. Guess what Xbox yeah. you're playing on your TV. Well, it's an Xbox you're playing on your PC. Xbox on your PC. Like yeah, I, the- it's just such a dumb tagline. Phil Spencer did some interviews
3: and there was some more of the memo that leaked. That's basically it. Where they want they want it to be a continuous experience you know like like they build i think it was xbox or microsoft did it um last console generation you know where you could be playing on your console in your living room and then have to go somewhere and get up and while you're on the subway play be playing on your cell phone and then you know like
2: yeah, i mean literally what the vita and everything like have, have always tried to achieve yeah never stop playing
3: yeah that's the plan.
2: Don't stop playing games. All right.
3: <laughs> Number three, PlayStation is looking at bringing more of its exclusive first-party titles to other platforms, such as PC, in an effort to grow its games business. During an earnings call following the release of its, financial, its latest financial results, Sony president and COO Hiroki Tatoki. I really got to figure out how you say his name. Told investors that making PlayStation exclusive multi platform would help its operating income improve, which was down 15% to only $6.5 billion. Quote If we have strong first party content, not only with our console, but also other platforms like computers, we can help operating profit to improve. End quote. Um. There has been a lot of conversation this week around that topic and last week, uh, due to Helldivers and how it released on the same day on PC and it kind of blew all the other PlayStation nah. exclusives out of the water as nah, far $40. as forty dollars. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Who would have sh- thought it'd be successful? Oh my god. Mastermind over there. <laughs> This entire fucking podcast for the, last, <laughs> for the last three years. uh, Yeah, so maybe we'll get some, uh, you know, we won't have to deal with Times exclusives as much as uh, we used to. Maybe. what What a day that would be if we didn't have to buy PlayStations and we could just get all the exclusives on PC. Then what would you do? I don't know. Probably still buy a PlayStation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either because sometimes the convenience I think I would just get a second PC
2: for the living room at that point. Or stream it. Yeah. Yeah, or stream it. Stream it works too. Steam listen, Steam uh big picture or whatever? No, well the the Steam Link. Steam link's gotta come in useful at some point, right? <laughs> there's uh, no, there's no way I have one of those in that drawer for no reason. Yeah, I got one somewhere as well. Number four. <laughs> Sony has confirmed the rise of the Ronin will not launch in South Korea. According to Ruli Webb, Sony did not give a reason for canceling the launch, but it's believed to be connected to comments made by the game's director, Fumihiko yes- Yasuda, regarding 19th century scholar Shon Yoshida. Yoshida taught many of the leaders of the Meiji Why did I get this? <laughs> Meiji restoration, which brought imperial rule back to Japan and was a key figure in the 1873 debate as to whether Japan should conquer Korea. While this was decided against at the time, Japan took a later, sorry, Japan later took control of Korea in 1910 and occupied it for 35 years. As such, Yoshida is a controversial figure in Korea and his inclusion in Rise of the Ronin has sparked criticism. In a behind-the-scenes video promoting Rise of the Ronin, Yoshida compared Yoshida to ancient Greek philosopher Socrates, saying, quote, I wanted to depict his teaching and his life from the moment I started working on Rise of the Ronin. He wasn't just a philosopher. He insisted on the importance of taking action, end quote. Quick history lesson there for anybody that gave a shit. Some some good old
3: historical controversy. Korea and Japan. Can't get along. Not I. Not that I've Korea. Obviously. I know, you're sounding real wish, really wishy-washy <laughs> over here. <laughs> Uh Japan, you know, just like everyone else. Probably butchered
2: all those names too.
3: Uh the only one I know for sure is it's Meiji
2: Restoration. It is Meiji? Okay. Yeah.
3: That's the only one I know for sure.
2: That that's the one I was like not possible. And I don't know the accent on the O in showen. Yeah, I don't. I have no Shun? Idea. Shun? Maybe. I don't know.
3: All right. I am unsure. <laughs> uh glad Glade. glad 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 <laughs> I don't know what this actually stands for, and then I, I should have looked it up and i didn't but it's it's g l a a d um released its first state of the l g b t q inclusion and in video games report building around the results of a nielsen survey that found 17% of active gamers identified as LGBTQ. Uh, Nielsen's survey covered 1,452 active PC and console gamers between June and August of last year. The percentage of LGBTQ gamers increased uh, increases in younger demographics, the survey found, with 23 to 28% of those under 35 identifying as LGBTQ. Some other interesting findings... Uh, Did you find out what it stands for? Working on it. Okay. Uh, Glade found that fewer than 2% of games on Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Steam's platforms have LGBTQ representation in them. Uh, LGBTQ respondents were more likely than non-LGBTQ gamers to play single-player games, 52% versus 43%. And cooperative multiplayers, which was 32% versus 26% but less likely to play competitive multiplayer titles, 28% to 34%. 52% Go ahead.
2: Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Okay. It's an interesting one. Uh, 52% of LGBT... Had to go to fucking Wikipedia, too. Oh, wild. They couldn't just put that on their site somewhere? Got all this other new shit on their site, and they couldn't just put what they stand for? Come on! (laughs) I guess we should know. I don't know. That's probably true. We've talked about them before.
3: Uh, 52% of LGBTQ players reported having been on the receiving end of harassment in games compared to 28% of non-LGBTQ players. 42% of LGBTQ players said that they have avoided a game because they expected to be harassed in it. And 27% have quit playing a game because of the harassment they received in it. So there you go. I mean, listen. I have a question the, about this, okay. but go ahead first.
2: The the numbers are sad. Yes. You don't like to see that. And at that same same time, it doesn't surprise me.
3: Uh yeah, it definitely doesn't surprise
2: me. Um forty two percent saying that they avoided a the game because of the they expected to be harassed in it. I can only imagine. I can only imagine
3: as well, but like how do you how do you know someone's LGBTQ on a video game? Like I would have hey, to assume but it, would, I mean to that same extent it depends on what you're defining as harassment. That's a good point because I guess if you're com- just the there common harassment is like, you know, dropping F bombs.
2: Right. If somebody doesn't come like isn't directly attacking you but Mm it's just being derogatory yeah in general that's still i believe considered harassment yeah that's the way that like uh it's viewed so it's like okay that's still harassment so if that's the case and it's just like think of the call of duty lobbies that we've existed in it's like yep yep that would count
3: Mm -hmm.
2: so yeah i i'm curious um I obviously they they maybe they did this and like kept it private but I'm curious if they're like okay out of the 42% of uh people that said they avoided a the game what game
3: I think they did go into just um, for fun
2: what were the optics on
3: which game it was was it call of duty <laughs> I think they did go into genres like so you could get an idea yeah you could probably you... narrow it down yeah um what other was it? War? I don't know. Was I mean,
2: it, was it total war? Yeah. <laughs> was it the RTS kids and civilization? <laughs> they can be real rough sometimes. No, I mean, I... What, I mean, you want to talk about weird things. What was it? Greece? Uh, finally like acknowledging same sex relationships or something. Oh yeah. I did see that. It's something about, you know, like like ending a 300 year like ban or something like that. Yeah. It's like Ouch. you guys invented it. Literally all you were doing back in the day was fucking anything that walked with a hole. It's true. How were you against this? It's Your entire true. country was founded on the idea. Hey, hey, what's up? You want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's how conversations that's, that's how conversations went. You doing anything later? No, nah, we're just going to watch the game. Want to fuck instead? Nah, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Not busy. <laughs> like what was the whole controversy in quotes controversy around um Oh my god, it wasn't Alexander. Uh I mean, there was or maybe it was Alexander. About the Whatever. Alexander Netflix show. Yeah, the way. show. And they're like, oh my God, they made him gay in the they first episode. They made him episode. gay and it's like... <laughs> and, and all of us were like... <laughs> Have you picked up a you, history book? Do you not know anything? <laughs>
3: <laughs> kind uh, of like,
2: what was just happening? Yeah. Yeah, Philip.
3: His dad, too. All yeah. of them. That's the point.
2: <laughs> um... Anyway. Yeah. Number six. French Game Workers Union STJV. You know, talk about button acronyms, and we don't know what they stand for. Organize the strike. Across. That one
3: I purposely removed because it was in French, and I was like, I don't want. You don't want the chance. That I you don't want there. the chance it's going to be me, <laughs> and it's so bad that I don't like. No, I don't even want to hear Nate try. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was long, dude. It was real long. I believe it. Organized a strike across three Ubisoft studios with almost 700 Ubisoft workers joining the picket line. STJV called for the strike earlier this month following the failure of the annual salary negotiations at Ubisoft. Union representatives working at Ubisoft talked to French publication Game Cult, terrible name, to shed some more light on the strike with one Ubisoft Paris worker explaining, quote, The strategy, I should do this in a French accent, but I'm not going to. The strategy chosen by management aims at saving $200 million over the next two years among production costs. We are contesting this strategy. Quote, when you are a game development studio, the right way to make money is to make video games in the best possible conditions so they can be of the right quality. It's not by skimping on the workers who build them or by saving on the tools they use that you're going to make money in a capitalist context. Workers want to be proud of what they ship. And overall, it's not by struggling to pay your rent or by working in poor conditions that you can work properly. quote. Ubisoft's sinking to the bottom.
3: Yep. And I'm sure we'll hear about some massive layoffs next week.
2: Skull and bones looking like shit. Oh, my God. Looks real fucking bad. <laughs> Everything I see about it is just like, oh, no. Oh, oh no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> We we Uh, fixed this though. We fixed this.
3: Well, you know, then maybe they'll pull uh, a No Man's Sky. Number seven. Here's the problem with that. Yes.
2: Sure. You want to pull a No Man's Sky? How long did you have to pull a No Man's Sky?
3: I want to say like six years, but that feels like too long.
2: 2015. Just to hit you with a quick. I'm almost positive I'm correct in that. 2015. And it took at least five for us to go back. 2015.
3: And they they weren't starting from scratch. They had like all of the ship. Like a good basis for all the ship sailing and mechanics and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Ubisoft, I think you've... Really
2: fucked up this time.
3: I think you've lost your game
2: making card.
3: Um <laughs> they just have <F1> one card. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just a size of a business card that is just stuck in Eve Guimon's office and it's just <laughs> licensed to game make. We're gonna revoke that now. <laughs> I need that back. And and your gun. <laughs>
3: Hello, games is once again hey, back. Weird transition with a massive No Man's Sky update called Omega. Uh, the headline feature is the addition of the Omega Expedition, uh, which is due to run for four weeks. Uh, which the studio said has been created from scratch to be the ideal introduction to newcomers. The expedition will guide new users through the basics of base building, trading, space combat, lore, and more thanks to a series of milestones and quick missions. At the same time, the Omega Expedition features some of the best rewards available through expeditions. Uh, There's a reason uh, this expedition is geared towards new players. No Man's Sky is free to play this weekend until until Monday 19th. The 19th. Oh my God, I can't talk. For the first time since its launch in 2016. Any progress made during the free weekend will remain available after purchasing the game. Still doing it. Still, still doing it. Just slamming out stuff.
0: In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
3: I mean, I don't know. It's wild. Probably better than fucking Starfield at this point.
2: It, it might have been. They've added so much like story shit into it. Yeah, I like their space stuff. I think a little bit more. I don't know. Something about still, still not a huge fan of space combat. Yeah, probably unless I was in like Elite Dangerous or uh, maybe, maybe an Eve is where I would potentially excel where it's just all point click and it's not, you actually like really flying a thing. Yeah. It's kind of like based on stats or something. Yeah. Baldur's gate three and Marvel's Spider-Man two were the big winners at the dice awards. Wow. I didn't look at this. They weren't kidding. They, they win everything and that's just what we don't need to have that link at all.
3: Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh Marvel won uh Spider Man two won six awards. One, two, three, four, five. Uh Boulders Gate won five. And there's probably somewhere between fifteen and twenty awards total.
2: Well, good news. We don't have to read the rest of them. Just know that Dice Awards happened, and those two cleaned up.
3: Yeah, they basically didn't win any awards that they couldn't win. So, like, adventure game, family game, fighting game, racing game, sports game, strategy, online, uh, VR. Yeah, they just didn't. Any game they weren't in, they didn't win. Any uh, award they weren't in, they didn't win. All right. That's pretty ridiculous. Game of the year was Baldur's Gate three. Okay, I, I, I sign on to that. I agree. Okay. Any the other ones are curious about. or no? not Uh, not really. Okay.
2: Sad, sad that Alan Wake didn't at least take one of them. Oh, they did. Alan Wake did take one. I'm oh, sorry, take one in one of those categories. Like instead of they, uh, let me look that up real quick. No, they.
3: I it took one that they would have been in uh, achievement in art direction.
2: Okay, good, good, good. God, such a good game. Yeah, I think back on it every now and then I'm like... That That was Spider-Man. Like, this is a fucking
3: good year. Yeah. It doesn't... It's weird because it it is a good year, but, like, it... For some reason, to me, it doesn't feel like a good year. Maybe because, like, I didn't play anything.
2: Yeah, well, it it wasn't 2018 for us where it was God of War, Red Dead Redemption... Yeah, it wasn't just like where it's like bang bang. Mm-hmm. Matt's one hundred percent jamming to these. It was. Okay, it, there was no horizon. There was no like. There was no none of your typical sit downs. Yeah, yeah. But also like the quality of games of like when I mean you in walk a, into the game of the year award and you go, the game of the year conversation you go, what are these for? That's a pretty good time. On paper, all the all the games
3: that I would I should love and I probably would if I played them like. On paper, I would like Spider-Man, Baldur's Gate 3, Alan Wake. I would like all those games. Yep. Agreed. All right. Time for the rumor roundup. A little bit longer of a one, but you know. Um, Trust me, he rounded them up. (laughs) YouTuber Moore's Law is dead has talked a bit about the PlayStation 5 Pro corroborating earlier leaks. The YouTuber mentions that Sony is currently planning to use... 16 gigs of GDDR6 memory over a 256-bit bus. Nerd. Additionally, Morris is dead. mentions that the GPU will offer 60 compute units in the full die with Sony planning to cut it down to 56, disable it down to 56. Um, Another interesting tidbit from the video is that AMD is said to expect a holiday 2024 launch for the PS5 Pro. And uh, they're thinking, as in Moore's Law is Dead, is thinking that it will be $500 without a disk drive. Bold move, Cotton. Yeah, we'll see about that one. I can't imagine that selling well. Uh, The CEO of Starbreeze said that its Dungeons & Dragons co-op game is still in pre-production, but is on track for a 2026 release.
2: There's going to be a lot to that might burn yeah uh
3: amd leaker kepler has some comments on the cost of future consoles quote cost per transistor has remained flat through finfets and will go up with gaa fets and cfets the days of free cost savings with die shrinks is over and things will only get worse. Future consoles will either have increasingly smaller performance games gains or significantly higher
2: prices. End quote. Just for the quick, I don't agree.
3: Okay. Boom.
2: There you go. Um because you to to have the idea of future consoles means that you're predicting sixteen years into the future.
3: Yeah, because they're not no the next gen or the generation after that is not going to use either of those technologies. Yeah, you're already four years out of the next gen. Those technologies are cutting edge right now, cutting edge. But
2: you need to be four years out immediately to protect to predict the next generation, and Mm -hmm. then you need to be another eight roughly out from that. Mm -hmm. So you're just like, oh, future things will never will always do the same thing. You're like. That and what this doesn't
3: take into account is software. Which I think the next generation... I do genuinely think that the next generation will be a big jump hardware-wise. But I think the generations after that, you'll see software, big software jumps. Yeah. And then we will might start to see that those technologies trickle down into consumer products. This is like fats and gate all around FATs are like they just they like there's just now like equipment that's using that shit
2: yeah like I'm not I'm not that concerned
3: um Microsoft is said to have been considering the idea to bring other major franchises to rival platforms including the Gears of War franchise the next Doom and Flight Simulator and that become, that was via The Verges Tom Warren. Oh, and he also, he not Tom Henderson, Tom Warren was the one who said the four Xbox games going multi-platform are Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, Sea of Thieves, and Grounded.
2: Warren and I, same page.
3: Yep. Tom Henderson has hinted that the Xbox handheld rumors are true.
2: Okay. Just show me with the Xbox.
3: Show you Dick. Uh Criterion Games. <laughs> Just two guys being dudes. <laughs> uh, held an NDA meeting with Need for Speed content creators this week.
2: I am, I am so close to being done with that franchise. Like I'm, on, I'm one foot over the edge. Yeah, nice edge. About to jump.
3: Yeah. Uh, switch two really going to it's release... not gonna be a jump. I'm just going to fall. Are you, are we kicking them off the edge? Yeah, Sparta. Um. This spot you can't finish it uh switch 2 release is now rumored to have slipped to early 2025 i just start the (laughs) kick and the original switch will remain the focus in 2024 tom henderson confirmed that respawn is working on a first person mandalorian game where players will take on the role of a mandalorian bounty hunter when the galaxy was still ruled by the empire Thanks to a jetpack, players will be able to dash, jump, and boost slide in a very fast-paced experience that will reward style. For example, health will be restored based on successive kills. Among the weapons and combat tools will be a wrist rocket, grapple hook, a visor for tagging bounties and enemies, and more. Lastly, the game will feature a collection of linear levels set on different planets in the Star Wars universe. As for when the game will be released, Tom Henderson only mentioned that it is at least a year or two away.
2: Watch it with those wrist rockets. Uh, Hmm. A quick-paced shooter that has things that, like, an Apex Legend might have. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder wonder if they would use potential Titanfall tech, which had, like, jetpacks and shit in it. Hmm. Like wall-running and shit? Oh, yeah. We're going to make a Mandalorian shooter. I literally the, the gaming industry being surprised and me going, yeah, I fucking hope you have all the you have literally all the tech you're sitting on it. You technically should have. You should be doing Anthem. You should take Anthem's exoskeleton that EA created, buy it from them, and then do it. It
3: would work if there isn't a Titanfall reference where you as the Mandalorian get put
2: into an ATST. I'll be very upset. Mm. What if it's an ATS with hands? <laughs> and it just okay. picks you up and puts <laughs> you in it. A prototype ATST with yeah, yeah. hands
3: on it. Where yeah.
2: where it's like a really crude way of an it's just one hand, it's just like a really cruel like elevator because they didn't know how to get you in. <laughs> I just want it to be like a bucket with like it only makes one motion. It's just like <laughs> that's it a- oh yeah 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 almost like a what if it's yeah it's like what if it's like a monkey's tail so it's an atst that just runs forward but just has that arm off the back of it yeah, like a yeah. monkey tail that just, just picks just... you up and throws you in like a like a dumpster yeah. like a dump truck picking up the dumpster on the side yeah, of the road. yeah. like yeah. a like a backhoe or something yeah reverse backhoe anyway let's talk about some questionable things we need to write full paragraphs on alan wake
3: two, two. has sold
2: 1.3 million units Remedy has confirmed plans to grow and expand the Alan Wake franchise, hopefully making Alan Wake 3, as far as I'm concerned. Number two, Austin-based developer Monumental has entered into an agreement to acquire game publisher and web portal Congregate for an unknown sum, probably a large one. Bandai Namco's Q3 revenue rose 3.9% to $5.1 billion. That's a lot of money. Number four, the development team behind iRacing, the subscription-based racing simulation PC game, has announced a major milestone, the upcoming edition of Dynamic Rain. The feature will be a part of the new Tempest weather system, which is slated to be added to the game next month. It's been a meme, done an iRacing meme. Because they've been promising rain for like two years now. I know, which is also just still hysterical to me, that they're like, would you like to hear our milestone? Weather. <laughs> and you're like...
3: haven't haven't racing games had that forever no
2: rain, real rain oh you you should go play another one then huh someone's gonna come to your house and dump
3: water on your head while you're playing
2: (laughs) you you can attach to your sim rig a fan which will spritz you as you drive by (laughs) Someone will fucking do it. hundred oh, percent. They'll be in like a buggy race, and you'll just be getting. They also have sand to throw in their face <laughs> they're race Jeez. on the beach. Number five, Dragon's Dogma Two may not be Capcom's only seventy dollars game. The company is evaluating a price review due to increased costs. Number six, journalist Tom Warren asked whether Microsoft would try to bring a proper Xbox cloud gaming app to, we already talked about this, and they said no. that should have been up top. Number seven, Kingdom Come Deliverance passed six million sales on its sixth anniversary, which is actually kind of wild when you think about how the game launched. Yeah.
3: Dude, the people who I know who've played that game are like, they're big fans of it. Like, they've played it multiple times. Massive nerds. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Dirt. Data point. <laughs> they just like throwing
2: dirt. <laughs> Literally. Number eight, Immortals of Avium cost $85 million without marketing. That's disgusting. Yep. <laughs> Number nine, Post Malone is curating WWE's 2K24 soundtrack and will be a DLC character. Okay, so guess what? Post Malone made the soundtrack. He's going to be a fighter. Who fucking cares? Number two. <laughs> I can't. I can't express enough. Of if I was like, "Oh yeah," and Rihanna did the sound, tr- picked the songs for the soundtrack, and I'm just like, "Cool, it's okay." Did, am I supposed to give you seventy dollars for this garbage? Like, cool. The soundtrack's fine, but like, why is the ladder stuck to my foot and I can't do anything? <laughs> the game's buggy as all hell. From Software has acquired full rights to the Elden Ring trademark from Bandai Namco. Interesting. Yeah, apparently
3: Bandai Namco technically owned a good
2: portion of the IP because they published the game internationally. Hmm. Number 11, a member of the PAL World Pal World Development Team has advised fans to try playing other games while they wait for content updates. Quote, there are so many amazing games out there to play, you don't need to feel guilty about hopping from game to game. End quote. Uh, and for the record, yeah, that's how all games should work. Stop bitching about wanting content. Touch grass. <sighs> he said it. I said the quiet part out loud. Number 12, the voice actor behind Adam Jensen in Deus Ex Human Revolution in Deus Ex Mankind Divided claims Adams Montreal and asked him to stop talking about the character publicly seven, several years ago. So, hey, by the way, the guy behind Adam Jensen <laughs> from Deus Ex... <laughs> Like that, we just have two Deus Ex stories back, like, yeah, back to back weeks. What are we doing Mm -hmm. here? Bandai Namco has confirmed that it recently canceled at least five games in development, and said it plans to have stricter quality control going forward. The the Deus Ex, you know, I'm trying to see how powerful this whole speaking things into existence, yeah. Force it into the open. Yep. Number fourteen, Embracer Group canceled 29 unannounced games during a six month period last year, and they're restructuring has resulted in the company cutting 1,400 jobs with more coming. Okay, Embracer, you got to fucking calm down. <laughs> you got to calm the fuck down. Uh, Divers 2 developer Arrowhead Game Studios has said it's planning to staff up in response to the success of the title, and I also believe they told you to play other games at some point. All right.
3: Developers being like, stop bitching, go play other games if you if don't want to wait. We, we got things to do. <laughs> we're working
2: here, yeah, I'm working here. I don't know while developers are now from the Bronx, but anyway uh it's been however many the seven days what have uh what have you been up to?
3: Uh, not a whole lot, you know the the huge as you like to say, it's true. I do like to say that uh consuming quick content in the form of anime and um. Still watching Masters of the Air. Um, Yeah, that's about it, really. Reading when I can. Been busy at work and at uh, at the old house. Just trying to make sure that it is in a somewhat livable state. Um, I feel you there. I'm going to try to download Helldivers and maybe play that this weekend. We'll see how that goes. Woo! I'll be fucking wild. First time I touch a controller and a video game and Samantha texts me and she's like, what's your steam name? And I was like, what did I say? I was like, don't I wouldn't even bother telling whoever's asking because I haven't, <laughs> I haven't You're played probably. a game in over a year or something like,
2: I don't know who's asking. No, that's basically what I, said. I was like. I don't
3: know who's asking, but I'm not even going to bother. Um, Who was asking? I don't know. Oh. Never. <laughs> sure a Never found out. out. Um, Woman, when have you seen me playing a game? <laughs> That's basically. I'm like, mm, yeah, I gotta get back on the old uh, sim rig. Gotta get, gotta get finished. It does. It does need to be finished. It's because
2: then we can play Hell Divers in that.
3: That'd be interesting.
2: Just really long HDMI cord from the PlayStation into uh, that, and uh, then you don't. You just. Never get out of it. Yeah. I'll just bring a PlayStation in there.
3: Fuck it. Uh, that's it. What about you? We've been up to slamming ghost uh, energy drinks over there. Chose no. a horrible
2: time to ask him what he's been up to. Uh, that's how we do things here. Um, I'm almost done with Assassin's Creed Mirage. I think I got uh, two big baddies to kill. That what do we think? It's like a 30-hour game, 40-hour game? I am think I'm at 12. Okay. Never mind. I I at 12 but I am on my I'm going places. Yeah, yeah. So, I think the time to beat's like 15. Okay. Um so I I'll, I might come in like right at that. Okay. Uh and then it's back to Yakuza yeah, like a dragon. Hopefully get some hell divers in with the boys this weekend. Fuck some stuff up. Uh myself try to remember how to play on a controller with a shooter. It's like you think you're bad, you wait. You just wait. Oh, I I <laughs> I know you're gonna be worse than me, but it's it's the it's the shocking realization when I go like I played a mission on Helldivers on my PC and I was like, hmm. yeah, this feels like a normal shooter. Just gotta kind of figure out like the remember the like care package system essentially. Yeah, and it's the it's all the button like shortcuts are, like left, left, up, down, right, up, down, and it's like okay, yeah, that's just WAs like you know I can do that, and then it's like okay, that's the only thing I have to like try to like remember. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I go downstairs and I I play it on PlayStation and I'm like, all right, I know left trigger aims and right trigger shoots. <laughs> Why my aim is fucking terrible. <laughs> it's just all this stuff of like the standards that I used to be able to play shooters with on the console are gone. Yeah. Um But you know, after enough time it'll it'll come back to me and we'll be in the swing and it'll be a routine and I'll be fine. Yeah. But it's like right now, like if we if if we were still playing Destiny. We got even Grand Theft Auto on the PlayStation. Oh my God. Like I would be so fucking terrible. Yeah. Versus if we were playing them on PC, I'd be like, oh
3: yeah, you know, I'm fine, I'm just vibing. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that part of being just like disheartened at how awful and out of like practice and out of touch I am on, on games.
2: Yeah. So that'll be that'll be fun. It's always the getting back into a it groove. It's, yeah. You know, it's the whole if you don't use it you lose it, but it's more of a in this it's like if you don't use it you just have to take a long time to get it back and once you have it back it's like yeah. all right um so yeah just playing those and uh that's that's where we're at uh still listening to this stuff still doing other things
3: new hardcore history podcast
2: my house in livable state is in is in progress i gotta do some cleaning this weekend and start trying to like formulate plans for when the weather officially gets better, what rooms I'm ripping apart. And
3: mm-hmm.
2: I've, I've started some things in some rooms where I'm like, I'm going to slowly acquire things that I know I need to do in these rooms type. Of oh thing. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, so that way I have everything by the time that I'm just like, like there's, there's a solid part of me. That's like, that might not be here. Mm-hmm. I, that might just be gone in the summer, but at the same time, I'm like it functions, I don't really need to get rid of it. So. Because I'm not gonna replace if I if I get rid of it, it's not getting replaced. It's just, yeah. it's kind of like a chair here or something, right? But it's, at the same time, it's like just kind of convenient and doesn't need to. But there's just a lot of other stuff that's gotta go. Old keyboards that I don't have a reason to keep. Old, old whatever, and kind of do a purge and then a, a strip down, and then the dining room is getting done. Maybe Memorial Day weekend. Maybe before that, if the weather's nice. Before that. That'll be a full strip down, paint, everything. Blah, 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 blah. So, that'll be nice. There'll be another one down. Yeah. And it's just
3: on to, the, you know. Then go do the next, then the next, then it'll be finished. And then be like, nah, I'm going to buy a new house. <laughs> Anything could happen.
2: That market, though. Oh, yeah. Rough. You're going to need to find me a woman to split the cost. Jesus. Yeah. It's too much. Too damn high. Rent <laughs> is too <laughs> damn high. Uh. It was like I was talking to uh, the one friend from volleyball and she like, sent me a picture of food that she was making on like Valentine's Day maybe mm-hmm. or something. No, I think it was before Valentine's Day. Because Valentine's Day I was playing volleyball. And the whole joke was like, there's not going to be anybody here because all the couples are out on like date night. And there's literally, there's only eight of us. And it was uh, a couple of the older guys and, and me. And everybody was like, yeah, I noticed there's nobody here because, you know, they're all on date night. And I looked around, and I go, yeah, what does that say about uh, this guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh- and everybody's just laughing and whatever. But uh, uh, she sent me a picture of like the food that she was making. It was just like some whatever. And I was like, oh, I think it was maybe chicken parm or something. And I was like, Oh, I take delivery, you know, whatever. She's like, You can't afford my delivery fees. And I was like, 350? You know, tree, you know, the old tree fitty. And and she goes, absolutely not. And then hit me with like what her rent cost is. And I went, Absolutely not. That's way more than what my mortgage is. <laughs> it's fucking wild. And I was like, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I'd be I'd be more inclined not to even necessarily we don't need to talk about this on this podcast to <laughs> not necessarily not necessarily buy a house but to build a new one <laughs> yeah yeah you we, see they're doing the one at the bottom of town the one that I've joked about buying before no there's someone working on it they yeah the one that's across from Stewart's yeah yeah they've been working they, they oh they, they, I, I think I saw a dumpster like, hired, there or something yeah they like hired a construction because they were like re they were doing siding and stuff like yeah, that and there's a for sale sign in front of it. That's the one that oh. I, that's the one that I debated buying multiple times over because I think it was foreclosed on so many times that the bank had it at like ten thousand. Yeah, and I was like, all right, and then I need to put uh, like a hundred and ten into it to fix it, if not more probably.
3: Yeah, well, that's kind of the problem. Is construction is yeah also expensive.
2: Yeah. Yeah, There's think, always that thought, man, like, what if I just built one? And then it's like, well, do you really want to build one up here? And then I'm like, well, yeah, know, yeah, Everything, everything, everything gets met with the what if questions, and it's like, okay, let's just sustain then. Yeah, sustain until I can find a reason to do something crazy.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we looked into we're well, we're kind of looking into it now, to see how viable of an option it is. But it seems like. I mean, the average across the state is $182 a square foot, which is pretty pricey. Like, if you
2: add in how many, lot how development. How many square feet are in? How big? Like, your house is probably 2,000 square feet, I would guess. I have no idea, so okay.
3: Like, that's what I've been doing is roughly 2,000 square feet, which is, I think, pretty close to
2: $400,000. I'd tell you right now, this house, not 400000 $400,000.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of the, yeah, so it's like 370, 300 for 2,000 square foot. But that's, I don't know if that includes lot development, like, you know, right. running utilities and, and all that. I think that's literally utilities just- Utilities,
2: foundations, power, yeah. like all the, yeah.
3: From what I've read online, it usually ends up being like- The indoor pool, the- <laughs> Yeah. Where do I put my know, giraffes? Yeah, the five-stall garage. Where the... do I put my giraffes? The fucking unicorn pen. Here's where I have all my hopes and dreams. Yeah, I was talking to the, one of the older guys at work, and he built a house in uh, 2000. I think like 2005, maybe. Okay, yeah, relatively new. Um, he bought a lot. I don't even want to know in Marcy. Okay, at at the end of like a cul de sac, like yeah, know, yeah, a bunch of. Uh, with utilities, I already ran to it. Like, good to go, ready to go. Eighteen thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, I'd do that right now if I could find it. Yeah, you told me here's a decent spot with this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. 20, I would buy twenty grand. I'd go.
3: We've talked about it because we talked about it. Like, just we'll just buy land and fucking sit on it for a couple of years. Like,
2: who cares? Like, yeah. But. There's, oh. a couple, there's a couple spots I'll tell you after this of like where I'm like I hope somebody moves. Yeah. But all right. Until next time, seven days from now. toodaloo, Bye bye.